Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the In Vibe Live podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Hi, welcome to the InVibe Live podcast. It's Cheryl Dunn and Amy Parker. And if you're watching us, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see we are split screen via Zoom because it is a time of social distancing with all of the COVID stuff going on around the entire world. Yeah. And, you know, I'll add that for Cheryl and me. This was a spontaneous podcast we did this morning. We are setting up our YouTube channel because we are launching this new business in the middle of the COVID crisis going on at this time. So we recorded a small intro for our YouTube channel and we're sitting here talking saying we have several podcasts we've recorded leading up to this time, but we just, first of all, miss it. Second of all, feel like there's so much to say about what's going on now. So we just said, you know what? We both did our hair and makeup this morning, which is rare right now for a lot of us. And we're sitting here on our teleconferencing video recording. We might as well go ahead and lean into what feels really great for us right now, which is speaking to each other and starting a conversation in the hopes that we'll help each other and ourselves and maybe some other people out there as well. So thank you for being here. And to kind of go off of what you were just talking about, Amy, there is a whole lot of comfort right now in getting to talk to your friends. I have been able to Zoom call with a bunch of college friends and high school friends, just friends that I don't get to talk to on a normal basis. And so setting up these, like we've called them Zoom happy hours, you know, and even last week we played some games via our Zoom happy hour, which was fun. We found a lot of comfort in that because, you know, there is a magnitude of different emotions going on with all of the changes that happened because of this. And that's kind of what drew Amy and I to really get this podcast out there so that we can talk about these changes because we think that people are really going to relate with what we're feeling and what's going on and how we're dealing with it. And the longer this goes on, I think we might even explore this idea a little further because we'd really like to connect with you out there in our Invibe Life community. And so we're going to explore some formats where maybe we could have increased interaction so we can all share our different experiences a little bit too. And what's going on? Because it's just wacky and crazy. And so I think that's one of the first things I'd like to say 
about it is be kind and gentle with yourself. I, I've been through several different kind of disasters or game changing circumstances in my life before, whether it's business changes or climate issues and even personal health issues or taking care of my parents. I've, I've had several occasions like this to me where in a day my life changed. And in a day I had to adapt in ways I had never seen before. And it's really difficult, but be gentle and just realize. And what I always say, it's hard to predict the absolutely unforeseeable. So be gentle, even in what you didn't know or what you're having to learn day by day, minute by minute with yourself, your business, your family, everyone, because you couldn't possibly have foreseen this before. None of us did. No way. If you had told me a month ago, this is what my life would be like. I would have said it's impossible. There's no way you can shut the world down. Like it's been shut down. Right. Crazy. So from that, why don't Cheryl, why don't you tell a little bit about some of the changes just personally to put out there and tell everyone who we are and more about us, how your life has personally changed and business standpoint changed. I feel like our, my personal life between business and home changed overnight. Mm -hmm. It was a Monday to a Tuesday. On Monday, we realized, oh goodness. And then at our physical therapy clinic and Pilates studio, people were calling in left and right, canceling all their appointments. So we saw the schedule just downshift rapidly. And then we started going, oh no, things are, this is happening. Things are shutting down. And that was that first week of kind of gathering things and figuring out what we were going to do because with the schedule going down, then the income goes down and we have staff, we have a lot of staff. So we had to figure out what was the plan. We had to make some rapid changes within that week. And within a few days, we had our entire business virtual. We had to set up telehealth. We had to set up the little consent forms for our patients to sign via telehealth and have everything approved. And then all of our Pilates classes, everything on that side had to go automatically to Zoom and become and start selling on-demand classes. Thank God we had done a teeny bit of that prior to this. So that that change was not super hard for us. And we obviously had the time to make that change. But those first two weeks, staying home, staying home, or this rapid change, we were just running and gunning, making changes. And now it's like all those changes are made. Things are running smooth. And I feel like just now, several, several weeks into it, emotionally, it's all changed where now I'm like, I can slow down and start to feel this sort of like, it's a little bit of a grief process. I kind of it feel is. it's happening, you know? I think it absolutely is. And that, that's another reason why you need to be understanding and compassionate with yourself. Because you're going through the loss of something, you know, a lot of us loved our lives and different now. And you have to see just like when a major illness or other catastrophe hits you and just changes everything, you know, 
even if you're grateful for what you do have, you can be sad for what you have lost to or are yeah. getting to enjoy. It, it was interesting. Just this morning at breakfast, my 11 year old said that he likes sleeping in, but he misses his friends and he wished that he could still go to school. Mm-hmm. So I think he's starting to feel granted. We're so connected to our children, you know, what we're feeling, they're feeling, but, and I've tried to keep my children very positive through this, but the last few days I've had a hard time finding the positive in this. And so I think he's feeling that, you know, right. mm-hmm. he's tied in, and he's tied in and he's very expressive. You know, he's still young enough that he's not afraid to say anything where, where my 13 year old is way more quiet. and. I don't get any feelings from him. It's different. And the virtual school thing for the fifth grader is, I'm glad that there is something going on. It's kind of a joke. He finishes his work within an hour. Our, our school system is changing that. And next week they're ramping that up so that there is more for that elementary, he's in fifth grade, that elementary kids to do so that he has something to do with himself because I think our children are like us. They, they like to go out and do things and, and that's just not happening. And so, all right, so I'll take, take that up and share a little bit about myself. My kids are all older than Cheryl's kids. I have two college kids, two sons in college and one who's a freshman in high school, my youngest. And so I have everyone in my house now, everyone's home, all three of them, which means My provisioning went into overdrive at first. It was really a part-time job for me at first to say, okay, and I have essentially five adults because my three big boys eat as much as adults in my house for 14 days without being able to get out at all. Can we get through that? Which everyone was saying to prepare for. And then even just in general, having them here all day, every day, we go through a lot of food and drink and I'm cooking a ton and all of that's happening. So that's been, I've always cooked a lot, but that's been a big adjustment is kind of changing the dynamic of the house and shifting what's required as our basic essentials in the house. And I have, of course, two, my two college kids, their schools quickly went to online learning and I've seen different reactions. They're at different schools. So first of all, the schools have handled that differently, but it's also affected them differently. One is completely great with it and doing fine. And one it is extremely difficult for, and not just because he's away from his environment. He's 22 years old. And so he's kind of really started making a life for him in Colorado where we live in Texas and he loves it there and has great friends there. And um, he's missing that. But also just he has some parts about him that make it difficult to do the online learning. And he is having an extremely hard time adjusting to the learning itself and having to work really hard. And so that's one thing I'll say. Some of the colleges out there who think, oh, we're delivering the same product online as if you were in person. Our experience in this household is that's not necessarily true. And just getting to what you were saying about your younger son, Cheryl, my high school aged child who's 15, his school took a gradual ramped up approach where, you know, they've added in 
little by little getting into their full school rotation the last two weeks, it actually did help a lot. Once yeah, he was able to join in to a full rotation, it I think he's doing much better actually than when he had it a little more loose and free. So that's been an interesting thing for me to watch. I thought that might be more difficult, but it's been better. Yeah, I, I look forward to that. Yeah, I think I think you will like it. And then the kids have that interaction too, because they do miss it. And so it more closely simulates their in-person environment, I think. I think it goes to, you know, when somebody's worked their whole life and then all of a sudden they retire and they don't know what to do with themselves and and it's not a pleasant feeling. I think that's kind of what our kids experienced when the school didn't ramp right up because they, they went from really being productive human beings. And then all of a sudden it was like, twiddling their thumbs. Uh-huh. And that, that sometimes is hard for certain personalities. Well, that's the thing I was going to say. This really exposes who you are too, like at your core, because for me, for example, I am kind of a homebody and I've created a life where I work from my home and I'm completely set up here. And even this new business venture that you and I, Cheryl, are launching and in vibe life is very home based for me. You usually would come and work out of my home too. Wow. That's different. Really? It feels a little wow, wow to be doing this podcast as much as I'm enjoying it like this versus if we were sitting next to each other. But the social distancing or stay at home orders really, I think, affected me less than a lot of people. Like that, that was yeah. a little bit of what my life was like anyway yeah. for me per- day to day, at least for me personally. So that has been less hard for me than for others. And I accept that. But even at that, I noticed that you're right. Something about this week was different. I think just the length of time where I found myself more down the last couple of days than I had in the past. And so I think we also have to understand that we're going to have changing circumstances over this time. And it's adjusting to a new normal because we don't really know how long this is going to occur. And I'm just not sure that even once we're allowed to start venturing out of our houses, it's going to return to business as usual. And I didn't, I meant business loosely, like life as usual. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know how it'll look like as we go back. I would assume it would be a gradual go back. You know, with some of the things in place with like the mask and gloves and that stuff, I think we'll stay out there for a while. It's very interesting. It's just drastic changes in our life with our kids and our business. And then I think the having to stay home was harder for me because I did like getting dressed and going to an office every day. I I like that. There's a lot of freedom in my schedule where before that was, that was not part of my daily life was to have freedom in my schedule. Granted, those first several weeks and even today, I can say I love that freedom in my schedule. It's now I'm having to get better tools at self-motivation, right? Because when I was, had to, when my day was scheduled to meet different people at different times, self-motivation was not an issue at all because I just had to get my rear going and get to where I needed to be and do what I needed to do. Well, now I've got to clearly make a plan for the day and say, okay, 
I'm going to spend this amount of time on that. And I'm going to have it done by this time. I've got to really look at my day. And it's not that I'll goof off. It's just that I'll swirl mm-hmm. and be all over the place and just kind of half-ass finish little projects versus really focusing and getting something done. Yeah, that's true. And I, again, I think because I, 22 years ago now, 21 years ago now, started staying home with my children when my oldest was born. And and I went from working probably 12 or more hours a day in the legal field to being a stay at home mom, which was a huge adjustment for me at that time and extremely difficult for me at that time. And kind of a roller coaster for 20 years on how I felt about it and how easy it was or wasn't for me, but I already gone through this. This is a transition I already went through. And again, I really kind of like the freedom of being at home, working in a more freelance manner and had adjusted to that Mm -hmm. before now. You know, I think that I might like it better, except for I'm not home alone. You know, (laughs) that's, that's the challenging, like today, knowing that we were doing what we're doing. I came to the studio so so that I could be alone, right? And not have distractions of kids and dogs and husband and laundry and food and, you know. Well, this is funny because my husband, John, used to tell me like 20 years ago when I complained about, I just don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can keep doing this. I mean, and he would laugh at me and say, you know, I think you'd really like being a stay-at-home mom if you just didn't have the kids with you all day. <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> because I do yeah, so I like it. kind of setting my own schedule and setting my own pattern, but just that right. When I mean, and this is a struggle for stay-at-home moms or work from home moms, whether it's just working with the kids and just was a bad thing to say, but you know, if you're focused yeah. primarily the kids or if you are also incorporating a business or other job into that, it's that you don't always get to set your schedule and it's still someone else. And then sometimes it's a five-year-old is setting your schedule for you. And that can be really challenging that okay, uh, by the time I get to go work on this, I'm exhausted. Yep. Now that, I mean, that, it's, that is a different component. It's interesting. I, well, we have a software that we use a lot at our office and I've spent a lot of time with the help desk with the software. And when I call in and I'll ask him questions and they're answering, and then I have to say, hold on. And I, then I have to be like, Silence! I'm sorry for yelling in your ear. She goes, no, hold on. And then she has to tell her children something. And then my dog's barking in the background. So it's interesting to see the whole world is really making this. Event. If you can work, you're having to work from home for the most part, you know, yes. and now it'd be interesting to also talk to those people that work in businesses that are necessary right now. And so people were having to still go to work and be super cautious. I can address that a little bit because my husband and I also a business, a large contracting firm, and I'm not involved in the operations or day-to-day of it. That's completely on my husband, but we are a federally mandated essential employer on jobs we have going right now in that business. And that is a different and also interesting dynamic. And we definitely have had some changes and adjustments in the business and not everything, not every job side is running as usual. But when you are told you must show up or you will be fine, 
having to scramble and figure that out while keeping everyone safe is interesting too. And my husband travels every week and luckily it's right now to the same city. The business is based in Houston. And so that, you know, three days a week he goes and is having to stay in a hotel room that he goes in and sanitizes himself and everything. And luckily this is a place he has stayed often. So that's one consideration. Okay, where are you going to stay? But because he had been a frequent guest at this place, they're holding one room that they don't put anyone else in because they're at such a low occupancy. He's really the only one staying in that particular room week to week, which is kind of them. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice of them. And he goes in and cleans it and has no other housekeeping or no one enter the room while he's gone. And, you know, he establishes that with the desk. The same in his office. He's had to put restrictions on his office staff who do need to come in some, but like they've all had to make agreements that we're not going to engage in dangerous activities outside of the office that would jeopardize everyone here. Like, for example, big family gatherings that are really outside the parameters of what social distancing asks you to do without the personal protective equipment and things like that. And so that is different feeling to deal with also. And, you know, he is not on the front lines, like in a hospital, for sure. That's like, it'd be interesting, Cheryl, for us to have someone who's having to deal with that, because that's just a completely, completely different scenario out there, or even a grocery store. But even for him and his business, kind of that responsibility of anything I encounter, I could be bringing home. And anything any of these other people encounter, they could be bringing home to my family. And I, Amy in particular, have an underlying lung condition. And so it is something we have to take into account and balance it. I mean, it's a different part of balance from this too. I feel like we have, you know, those circus performers with all the plates in the air. It's like, we just have to keep them all spinning in a balanced way right now, taking everything into consideration. And so there are many different things that could have changed in our lives in an instant. I mean, I know definitely all of us in business don't know what's going to come next and have that uncertainty. Definitely. We don't know for our industry, it'll probably be, we think 12 to 24 month process of getting back to normal. And so we're bracing for the long haul in that. Having to shut down in an instant like you did is a fear and uncertainty. And I think, you know, one of the things, Cheryl, is just change and how scary change is to people, no matter what it means or uncomfortable, if not scary, and just having to accept it really as part of the overall divine plan, even if we can't understand it. That's the hard part. You know, it is. And, you know, we talk about this in everything we've talked about. And I realize that we may put this podcast first and some of our earlier recorded ones will come later because the circumstances we're in and the timeliness of this when we're launching our business. But we talk a lot about everything is meaningful. And our job, quote unquote job here is to figure out the meaning in what's happening in our lives. And I don't think this is any exception. No, I think this is a big one because it is affecting the whole world. And now the piece that kind of individual comfort in this 
is that it's not something I'm going through alone. It is something yes. that everybody is going through. And it's interesting to hear how it is affecting people differently. But I, I, I do think one of the beauty, beauty pieces of it is to realize that it's everybody. It's the whole world. We're in this together. And that the ship will sail together and go down together and back up together. I think that is one of the lessons, hopefully, for us to learn. Like when we talk about we're all in life together, we're all in this journey together, we're all in a path to wellness together, whatever your spiritual belief is. You know, we are one in the body of Christ, or we are all part of the larger collective consciousness, or wherever you come from, there are many different ways to view that or look at it. But that's so true now, because even as you were talking about how we're all in it together, I was thinking it's simultaneously a collective change and journey and an individual change and journey that I think we can see so clearly is happening at exactly the same time. And if we can extrapolate that to other things going on in life or in the world, we realize we're always all in it together. It's just so clear to us right now. Yes. Beautiful. That's, that's a great way to put that. And so, you know, I think there are a lot of lessons we can learn from this, a lot of spiritual lessons we can learn from this. And maybe that deserves a separate podcast or article, Cheryl, for us to work on. I think that's definitely one of them. And I think, you know, we care a lot about balance in life. And I think that's another thing that's going on now. There's so many people we know that would have said, I wish I could slow the pace down a little bit or you know, didn't have to go from thing to thing to thing. Oh, I was one of them. You being one of them. And I purposely did that in my life about two or three years ago. I I kind of instituted a social distancing plan in my life two or three years ago before it was mandated to me just because I was needing to do that deeper spiritual work and figure out what comes next. Where am I? Who am I? And, And what am I doing? And I have the privilege or luxury to be able to do that and did it. So that's something that we can all look at now because like we were so crazy and the whole world was going at such a pace, dog eat dog, however you want to view it. And now everyone's had to take such a step back that hopefully some people will find the gift in that. And I know not every piece of it's going to be the gift. The point is to find the pieces in it that are the gift or that are the benefit. And then we can start to make some changes in our lives to say what could or should go permanently or maybe for a month or on a more regular basis, what can I let go of and what maybe do I need to amplify or work on or keep? This is such a cleansing process for us all in our lives or a decluttering in a forced way, but hopefully we can glean some things that will help us on our personal journeys to wellness and balance too, as we go down this road. Perfect. As exactly. I think that's the key is that once life does get back to so-called so normal, you know, what tools did we have during this time that really served us and how do we take those into where this change is going? And keep it all balanced and not just jump back to the crazy, right. but how do we well, play this out? 
but you know that I guess two years ago I moved and when I moved, I downsized. And I think I talked about that in another podcast sometime, but it's going to be deeply embedded in there somewhere. Now the Marie Kondo went through my whole house, decluttered everything. When you do that, it's so easy to let the clutter come back in though. Right. You know, you go through declutter, figure out what you value. And then two years later in reflection, I can say, I can see what I've let get recluttered a little. And I can also see what I got rid of that I missed or that I now miss and wish I still had. That's another part of the lesson that I'm realizing now, two or three years into that journey as well. And so I think to take that, someone might've just heard my dog. He's barking in his sleep. He just growled in his sleep. He's having some crazy dream. So sorry about that. But to take that physical decluttering and apply it to our lives or how we think about what goes on in our lives, I think is one of the lessons that hopefully a lot of people will be able to spend some time with now, because I think it's so valuable. And I think so many people would gain a lot or learn a lot from doing that. That it's one of my wishes for all of you out there that it, it gives you that chance for reflection. Yes. Beautiful. Well, I think that, you know, we've kind of hit the high points on what's going on right now in our lives with all the changes. And hopefully you guys were able to relate and listen and hear. And Amy, do you have any last words you want to say about maybe some advice to help people stay in balance right now? I mean, I think you've done some great tools in your life. Right. I think moments of stillness or silence mm-hmm. are a great thing. And even if it's just a few minutes and I'm, we have on our YouTube channel going out there, a three minute meditation, I'm kind of walking everyone through and that's a favorite of mine is meditation yeah. and don't be intimidated by thinking you don't know how to do it or you haven't done it before, or you can't sit still long enough. I suggest start with three minutes, but no joke. If it's one minute, start with one minute because just sort of catching your breath and clearing your mind. And then I think movement, Cheryl, I mean, yeah, to this keeping movement going during this time. Movement. So important. It is a big component of mental health. People always think of movement and exercise as part of their physical journey, but it's really, it's a big piece of the mental journey. And you know, I'm, it's easy for me to motivate myself to move because I really love it. And now I'm finding that I'm getting to spend more focus time on some movement that's outside of my running, which I normally do, that I'm getting to do more quiet time with the Pilates and the gyrotonic. And I'm really getting my children to make a purpose of movement throughout their day because it's easy for them to not move right now. And I'm just, I'm trying to express to them how important it is for your mental health and for you to be able to continue to learn the brain and the body are, are intertwined very much. And so in order to keep everything going, you got to keep physically going as well. And the spirit spirits all intertwined with the brain and the body. Oh, too, so. my, mind, body, spirit. I guess the, the last thing I'll leave everyone with before we sign off, is just the thought that the point of a major stress is not the stress itself. It's how you react to it and what you learn from it. So if we can all just keep that in mind a little bit. And honestly, the same is true for a major joy or a major 
wonderful thing that happens in your life or something you view as being a very difficult time in your life. It's not really the event itself. It's what do you take from that event and how do you react to it? So hopefully we can all help each other in that. That's our hope and goal here at Invibe Life. And we hope you will tune in to us at www.inviblife.com. Give us your thoughts, give us your feelings, help us to build this community so we can all be here for each other during this and other times in our lives. Yeah, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube and on wherever you listen to your podcast so that you can hear all of our upcoming stuff. And we've got great tips out there and share them with your friends. Can't wait to meet you all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the In Vibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.